This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Ringgit and Cents on BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, you're tuned in to Ringgit and Cents, the show all about personal finance, and I'm Sim Weeboon. In the past few years, you've probably seen the headlines of thousands and thousands of scams being reported with hundreds and up to thousands, maybe some even millions of ringgit being lost. Now, these scams, they come in many forms. You have uh, scammers impersonating officers from banks, authorities and whatnot. You have love scams, mule scams, all types of scams. But some of the biggest and most common ones are those who pretend to be investment officers, investment gurus that create anonymous investment companies guaranteeing high returns on investments with, without any risk. So on today's show, uh, Jawaha Amir Ali, the General Manager for the Consumer and Investor Office for the Securities Commission of Malaysia. He will be joining me to discuss how to spot these scams, what are some of the red flags to watch out for, and how you can protect yourself from being scammed. Good morning and welcome to the show, Jawaha. Uh, help me paint the scenario. Of what have you observed in terms of the trends of scams? What type of scams? What number? How has it grown? Based on the complaints and inquiries that we have received, um, um, there are various types of scams uh, that are perpetrated in Malaysia. As I've mentioned just now, you know, um, there is an e-commerce scam, there is a loan scam, you know, Macau scam, you know, LHDN scam, employment scam, investment scams, etc. Of concern to the SC would be the investment scam, uh, as these type of scam may attract a possible breach of the securities law administered by the SC. I'll just give you some numbers for context. Um, if you look at 2019, the complaints and inquiries that we received with respect to scams and unlicensed activity was about 774. Now, in 2021, last year, the number was 3,475. Now, you can see this is a significant jump. And this kind of coincided with the fold of the pandemic. Yeah? So when the pandemic was unfolding in 2019, you know, we saw that the numbers have been increasing. Now, if I may just give you a, a bit of a characteristics or the features of uh, investment scams. Now, it typically involves promotion of non-existent investment products, you know, so, such as uh, false claims of offering of shares, cryptocurrencies, etc., in the past, um, we observed that, you know, predominantly uh, these types of uh, scams uh, were, were marketed through social media, you know. In the main, Facebook. There will be uh, Facebook advertisements uh, that will be taken out by the scammers. And once an, uh, an interested investor clicks on the link, they will be brought to a WhatsApp conversation where they will be chatting with the scammer and, and, and so on and so forth. That's where the scammer will then, you know, influence or, or persuade the victim you know, to, to, to part with money based on making all kinds of false claims. The fraudulent investment would, would typically offer extraordinary returns that defies logic. There would be a promise of a 1,000% returns within 24 hours or even within a few hours. So, so you know, you, you, can, you can visualize that somebody's making an offer to say that you put in an investment of about 500 ringgit and within a few hours, you'll get a return of, of, of 10,000 ringgit. And that is the type of scams that we have observed and that has been uh, promoted. Why this has been done, I mean, based on my opinion, is that, you know, this would enable the scammers to have a wider pool of potential victims because the amount involved is small and the return is, is, is uh, you know, is pretty, uh, you know, lucrative, if I may. Yeah? And, and given it's a small sum, you know, it usually it'll be available to most, huh? even to those of from the low income bracket. Uh, once uh, the, the interested person uh, clicks uh, onto the Facebook, as I mentioned just now, and they're taken to a WhatsApp link, they will uh, be directed uh, to, to communicate uh, to an agent, 
or broker as they call it. And in the case of Telegram, those interested will be asked to click on a link that will redirect them from the public Telegram group to an admin uh, either within the Telegram app as well. So, you know, so, so that's how they, they, they will try to direct the victim to have uh, 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 direct chatting, uh, direct, you know, direct text messaging with the victim. You know? So to make sure that you are talking directly, somewhat directly to the scammer itself rather than just from a blank website, right? You're spot on. Yeah. Um, then once the scammer is in communication with the victim, they will be enticed uh, and persuaded to invest in the scheme by making all kind of false promises, yeah? uh, which includes, uh, uh, we have seen uh, cases where they misuse SC, Bank Negara or other authorities' name and logo on their promotional materials. Yeah? And they will provide uh, their uh, victims with a false or forged certificates uh, purportedly issued by the SC or Banagara that states that their investment company is authorised or licensed by the state authorities. And there will be claims that the investment is Sharia compliant. You know? um, this is to make the investment appear uh, legitimate and to appeal to the religious sensitivities. We have also observed that you know, such postings uh, are at times are accompanied by pictures and fake testimonies of well-known Malaysians and, and religious personalities. Mm, and the use of uh, uh, fake testimonies, testimonies of past successful investors will typically be accompanied by pictures of expensive items, you know. <laughs> Say, for example, they will put pictures of gold bars and expensive cars that, that, that allegedly previous investors managed to acquire by investing uh, into this, um, you know, into this scheme. Uh, but of course, you know, none of this is true. And these are all attempts or ways uh, to, 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 for them to fish for victims. Okay, so let me try to distill it down. So basically what the scammer MO is, they create these websites, these links, this, this way to reach out to people on social media. They hook you in, you, you click on it unknowingly and they will always try to direct you to a agent to communicate with, yep. right? So that they can personalize whatever they say to you in order to have the ultimate goal, which is to take money away from you, right? You're right, same. Yeah. Yep. And then once they take the money away from you, they just, they disappear, they mm. never be found again. Yep. Yeah, yep, typically. So, I mean, the next step would be to get the victim to, uh, bank in the investment sum into what we call a mule bank account. Mm. Yeah, it's a mule bank account. You know? uh, um, once the initial uh, investment is made, uh, once the investment is made, as I mentioned just now, if you put 5,000, the promise would be if you put 500 ringgit, you will get 10,000 ringgit within a few hours. So once you put in the uh, initial investment sum, uh, then the victims will be almost immediately notified that 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 uh, that their investment has made a profit. Oh, you have already made your ten thousand ringgit. But however, uh, in order for you to withdraw this profit, you know you will have to make further payments. Mm. You know, and these payments would typically be guised as you know bank negara charges, income tax charges, administrative fees, upfront deposit, yada yada. All of which are untrue. All of which are untrue to try to milk as much money as possible from the victims. Yeah. Um, and after after the victims make a few payments and he still does not get back the money, then you know, or, or rather, the, the 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 scammer will try to get as much money as possible from the victim until such time that the victim becomes aware that, oops, I think something's wrong here. I've already been given, you know, four five thousand ringgit. I still have not gotten back my 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 claim of of profit and whatnot. And that's where they will they will realize that they have been scammed and they will you know stop making any uh, you know payment. So that is that is uh, typically how uh, such a scam concludes. 
instead of taking one lump sum immediately for you, what they do is start small and take a bit, a bit, a bit, right? That's, that's, that's why the victim usually falls into it because you're looking at the initial sum to be, you know, less than a thousand ringgit, but it builds up, right? Be- and, in, and, and in anticipation of you uh, hoping to receive a large amount of money, mm. they say, for example, I've already put in 500 ringgit, but that is about 20,000 ringgit waiting for me. So all I need, if I, all I need to do is put another thousand, two thousand ringgit, I'll get that 20,000. So that's how the scammers, you know, ply their trade you know, try mm-hmm. to, 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 you know, to get as much money as possible from the victim. Let's talk about how one maybe can spot it. What are the typical red flags? Yeah, with respect to this, I think there's one advice that, that I would like to give uh, to the investing public out there uh, is that uh, if there is any investment opportunity that requires monies to be banked into an individual's account, a personal bank account, that is already a, a huge red flag, okay? Because no legitimate investment company would require money to be invested or to be deposited into an individual bank account, yeah? So just remember that, okay? And um, from SC, uh, we have actually, for ease of understanding, we have actually devised or coined a formula, huh, which we call the TIPU formula, huh, T-I-P-U, yeah? Uh, T uh, stands for tidak akan rugi. Uh, I is indah kabar dari rupa. P peluang hanya sekali, and U untung besar. Okay, if you can remember these traits or these characteristics, then you know you should you would be able to keep yourself safe and avoid from being falling. Okay, we're going to take a short break for some messages. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. BFM eighty nine point nine. Ringgit and cents on BFM eighty nine point nine. The Business Station. Welcome back. You're tuned in to Ringgit and Sense, and I'm Sim Weeboon. And today's topic is investment scams. Joining me to discuss this is Jawaha Amir Ali, the General Manager for Consumer and Investor Office with the Securities Commission of Malaysia. Now, earlier in the show, he was uh, painting us a picture of uh, what type of scams, how these usually work, what are the red flags to watch out for. But now, Jawaha, I want to ask, right, what can a victim do if that victim has already fallen into a scam? Right. First things, don't panic. All right, keep calm. And importantly, do not make any further payments yeah, in the hope that, you know, you will get your money back. That will not happen. All right. Uh, it is a one-way traffic. <laughs> Once your money leaves, that's that. All right. And keep records of all information uh, with respect to your, you know, so-called investment. You know, because it is actually a scam. Uh, like, like payment, uh, banking slips, you know, receipts and, and, and records of conversation. You know, the text messages that, that you know, that, that you've had with the... Uh, with the scammer and um, lodge a police report uh, and uh, you can file a, a complaint with the relevant authorities. Uh, for example, a complaints uh, to the SC can be made through one of the following channels. Um, the members of the public can email us at aduan at secom.com.my. Yeah? Aduan at seccom.com.my or you they can call our hotline at 0362048999 or you can even make an appointment with one of the FT officers to, you know, to come walk in and, and see us in person. Yeah? Um, the complaints lodged must be accompanied by, with the relevant details and documents. Yeah? And uh, further details on how to lodge a complaint with the SC, you, know, you can find it on our website. Nah? It's at www.sc.com.my. Okay, but so what happens after the complaint? What is the actions that are taken after the complaint then? Once we receive a complaint uh, or inquiry with respect to uh, you know a scheme, we will first assess 
to determine if it falls under the purview of the SC, whether there is any elements of the capital markets and whatnot. If there is, um, we will take immediate steps to alert the public with respect to the scheme via our investor alert list. Yeah. And uh, just to give you some numbers, uh, in 2021, we've included 275 names on our SC Investor Alert List. Yeah. And these are contained in our website, uh, www.sc.com.my. Yeah. And uh, concurrently, uh, we also uh, block websites uh, uh, with the assistance of MCMC if we find that you know a website is involved with a, with a, in, in carrying out the scam. Uh, and last year, we, we blocked about 143 such websites. And uh, if we notice that there are, you know, Facebook pages uh, involved uh, in carrying out the scam, we will also block that. And, and with the assistance of uh, Facebook Malaysia last year, we blocked about 35 uh, such uh, pages. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so these are, these, are, these are some of the efforts uh, that we have taken, immediate steps that we will take upon a receipt of it. Now, with respect to um, what we call investigation, I think um, uh, an internal task force on unlicensed activities was formed uh, by the SC and that reviewed about 159 mule bank accounts uh, that identified about 32% of interest. Um, and recently, uh, in 31st of May, uh, I think we issued a media release yeah, disclosing our observation on, on, on clone firm scams and its modus operandi. Yeah? Um, uh, and to clamp down all these illegal activities, uh, we are reviewing all available evidence and considering various uh, enforcement actions against those involved in the scams. Yeah. Is there a difference between unlicensed activity and illegal activity? Well, unlicensed activity are activities uh, that requires a license from the SC. Um, our law requires that uh, that there are there are few activities, there are about eight activities uh, that's contained in our uh, law that requires to be licensed. You know, like dealing in securities, you know, fund management, you know, investment advice, and so on and so forth. So. If anyone were to carry out any one of those regulated activities, you know, you must be licensed. And if, if anyone carries out that activity without a license, then we're offering, uh, uh, would it be, they'll be uh, breaching our laws. Uh, whereas scams are, you know, are typical scams, which means that they are just purely, you know. In, purely involved, targeted. Are, targeted at, yeah. So lastly, let's, let's just get some tips from you, right, on what, uh, that you would like to leave to our listeners in relation to scams, you know. Yeah. All right. Maybe if I can just, um, just uh, what do you call, sum it up to avoid falling victims to investment scams. Um, number one, you know, always be cautious of uh, investments uh, offered via social media channels, yeah? uh, especially those that promises extraordinary returns within a short period of time at no risk. And um, number two, never deposit your money into personal bank account. Yeah? Number three, payment should only be made to official bank accounts of companies authorised by the authorities, yeah, licensed by the authorities. Number four, always check our investor alert list uh, to determine whether the, 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 the scheme that, that has been offered to you has been listed on our uh, alert list. And number five, always and only deal with uh, uh, companies that are authorised by the SC and that are licensed by the SC. And you can check their status uh, through our website, uh, through SC's website. And um, the next step is that, you know, the members of the public can always check the police's SEMA Mule portal. 
Okay, there is a portal that's been made available by the police. It's called, uh, and, and you can find it at www.semamule.rmp.gov.my. Okay, to verify whether the bank accounts, you know, the, the bank accounts that you've been asked to deposit money, uh, whether there's been any police report lodged with respect to that to that bank account. That helps, yeah, that helps. And lastly, uh, if in doubt, you know, please always check with the SC. You can give us a call, you can drop us an email, or, you know, and we will, we will assist you to the best that we can. Basically, to sum it up, prevention is always better than cure. That's all the time we have for today's show. Uh, I've been speaking to Jawaha Amir Ali, the General Manager for Consumer and Investor Office with the Securities Commission of Malaysia. If you find yourself being scammed or you're suspicious of an investment scam, be sure to check out their website. You can find it also on our podcast description. You can call them at 03 Join us again next week for more discussions on personal finance. I'm Sim Weeboon from The Morning Run. We have the 10am News Bulletin coming up next, followed by Enterprise. Ringgit and Cents on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.